In the Haftarah of Parashas Mitzairah, which we do not lay in this week because it's Rish Chaydish, if it wouldn't be Rish Chaydish, we would lay in the Haftarah from Mitzairah, not Tazriah, but we don't lay in either because it's Rish Chaydish. But in the Haftarah of Parashas Mitzairah, it talks about the Arba Mitzairahim. The end of the Haftarah, there's an interesting exchange. Just nothing really to do with Saras, just we're talking about it. There's a terrible famine going on, which is why the Arba Mitzrayim were looking for food and they found the food. And the, we were at war with Aram and there was a terrible famine. The last couple psukim of the Haftarah say, Vayan HaShalish Esh Iselikim Vayaymer. So the Navi told this person he was talking to, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to make such a surplus on food, it's going to be incredible. Not only is there going to be a surplus, there's going to be so much food, so much wheat, that the prices are going to crash. That there's going to be so much supply. It's going to outpace demand, and prices are going to fall through the floor. And the, and the person listening to the Navi said, what? That's, that's absurd. It's absurd. They were in the middle of a famine. So forget prices being low. Forget any availability. There was no food. People are dying. And you tell me there's soon going to be such a sur- surplus. There's going to be a crash in prices. How could that be? What do you think? Because Baruch is going to open up windows in the heaven, and like just rain down wheat? I mean, the only way to happen, what you're saying is going to happen, would be for HaKadosh Baruch to open up windows in heaven. You're going to see, the Navi answered, it'll happen. Don't worry, it'll happen. And by the way, don't touch it. It's not for you. You denied it. You can't have any of it. So there's an exchange in the end between the Navi and this person that the Navi is predicting and promising great surplus and this person sounds like he's being Kaifer B'divrei Navi, a serious sister. And his just desserts, his reward, his punishment is you're not going to participate. But Ramanachem Kasher in Tereshlema says that's not what's going on over here. He brings a nut, he brings a medrash. There's a medrash in Parshas Nayach that says that that's not what's happening here. If you notice, says the medrash, there's a lashon here that is very rare, but we've heard it once before. Arubais Hashemayim. Where have we heard that before? Arubais Hashemayim is by the Mabel. That's why the medrash is in Parshas Nayach. And what's actually going on over here is this person is saying, in order for prices to drop that way and therefore there to be a surplus of food, it's going to require an often a nace. A nace the likes of we haven't seen since the mabel. To happen what you're promising is going to require a mabel style nace. And that's the connection. Arubais Hashemayim, Arubais Hashemayim. And the Medrash makes this connection between Arubais Hashemayim. So he's not doubting, he's not doubting 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ability to do it, of course HaKadosh Baruch Hu could do it. If he wants a lot of grain, he could open up the windows of Shemayim and, whoosh, and rain down grain until there's too much grain and there's going to be a surplus of grain. I'm not down HaKadosh Baruch Hu could do it, but why would he do such a miracle? Why would he do such a nace on par with the Mabel for such a horrible people? For such a bad generation? Why would HaKadosh Baruch Hu perform such a great nace for such a bad people? After all, these people are so bad, they deserve this rav that just happened. They deserve this famine. These are bad people. Do you think the Rebbein is going to perform such a great nace for such a bad people? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth, says the Medrash. Don't talk that way about my kids. Are you talking that way about my kids? Parents do not appreciate, even when it's true, their kids being talked about in such a condescending, dismissive fashion. We all know, sometimes we have kids that can give their teacher a run for their money. We know that. And we know that feeling that we have with our wives when we walk into PTA and we're anticipating the, the severe blowback about to come. We gird ourselves, we take a deep breath and we sit down and we're, we know exactly who our kids is, who our kids are. And then when the teacher said, your son's a jerk, you look back at the guy and say, did you just say that about my son? Do you have anything positive to say about my son? You know what? I'm not listening to anything else you say. We don't say this to the teacher, but we think this about the teacher. Did you just call my son a jerk? How dare you call my son a jerk? He's the cutest kid ever. It's the same son that five minutes ago, you knew exactly who he was. The bottom line is, a parent does not appreciate when their kid is dealt with like that. And that's what Hashem told this person. Are you talking about my kids that way? You don't talk about my kids that way. And watch what I could do for them. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu did the nace. Beautiful pshat in the end of the Haftarah from a medrash in Parshas Nech. What does that have to do with what we're talking about this week? So of the many, 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 many <coughs> lessons that can be gleaned from Parshas Tazriya Metzaira, there's, there's a great one. And that is, anything can be effective as long as the attitude is correct. And anything can be ineffective when the attitude is wrong. <coughs> this person, we both know the facts about Klai Yisrael now, but rather than saying there's such a horrible people and writing them off and that they don't deserve such a nace, the same message can be delivered with a better packaging, a better attitude, and be accepted. When you say it like that, it gets rejected. Where do we see this lesson in this week's parasha? We're all super familiar with the Medrash, with Rabbi Yanai and the Reichel. Even Nassim Samet knows this in this week of the parasha of Lashon Super Lashanar. famous. Super famous. Super famous. Yeah, one second. Will you admit if you do know it? Sure. Okay, fine, please. Thank you. So, Rabbi Yanai talked in glowing, appreciative terms 
about this Reichel who came to town. There was once this traveling salesman who showed up in Rabbi town announcing, Man Manbaichaye, man who wants life? Who wants the secret of life? I will now tell you the Rosetta Stone from where all wisdom emanates. Who wants the secret of life? And of course, he assembled an amazing crowd and everyone was waiting with their mouths open. What is this guy going to say? And he goes and he says, a bunch of psukim at the hillim. And Rabbiana said, Amazing. I, I am supremely makir to this person for the message he delivered. Nasan, you knew the Madrash? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> that was better than Chalak. Um, so, <coughs> Rabbiana was super appreciative. And everyone, we've discussed this, asks, what did this person deliver to Rabbi A series of psukim and that my 10-year-old knows? I mean, he didn't, there's no value added here. He read four or five psukim and that kids know, and like it was a Pirchai song in the 70s. Everyone knows this. What did he deliver? So we've said many amazing terutzim in the past. We said the tarots in the past that this guy was a reichel. This guy was a professional Baal Hara. He was a peddler of Lashon Hara. And if he can deliver the message of Nitzar Hashem Chameira, then that's incredible. Anyone is capable of changing. That's what Rabbiane appreciated. Not the message, the messenger. We've said in the past the Ksav Seifer that says it's Bake Shalom, that you can't just expect peace to happen and play along with peace. You have to pursue peace. You have to chase peace. We've said in the past there of Mr. Zalman that says that by Lashon Hara particularly, Sur Meirav Asei Tev are equal. Usually you get more schar for effort, you get more schar for actions you do, but by holding your mouth by Lashon Hara, it is as hard as doing an action. So there's a component of Sur Meirav which is as impressive as Asei Tev. These are all great lessons that perhaps Rabbi Yanai learned from the Reichel and was supremely makir Tev. But the best one is Rabbi Nissen Alpert's lesson. Rabbi Nissen Alpert said, the, the value added that the Reichel did, the message that the Reichel delivered was a message in grammar. And that message was, where do you place the question mark? If you give the Pasuk to most people, they place the question mark much later. Who wants life? Who wants to have a good life? Finally, the question mark, and the answer is Nitzar Hashem Chamera. Watch your tongue. Cedric Nissen Alpert, that's not where to put the question mark. You put the question mark much earlier in the pasuk. Mi ha'isha chavetz chaim? Question mark. You want life? I'll tell you the secret of life. Oyev yamim lirais tov. Have a positive attitude. Love your days. See the good in people. See the good in others. See the good in the world. See the good. Love every day and see the positivity in it. What will flow from that? Everything. You will be able to guard your tongue. You will be able not to tell. You won't have a need. If you see positive, you're thinking positive. You're not going to have a need to disparage others. If you're thinking positive, you're not going to have a need to cause damage and to take down other people. It all starts from, I have yamim lirais taiv, and that 
was the value that the Reichel did. He read Psukim and Tehillim, but he moved the question mark from a tough answer, just guard your tongue, just close your mouth, to a life shift, to an attitude, to an attitude, and that changes everything. And that was where Huna was appreciative. Because the secret from where everything flows, from what everything emanates is, have a positive attitude. Love your days, everything will be good. And that's the lesson that the Rebbe was trying to tell this guy. I know exactly who's a Halton. I'm the one that brought this rub. I know what's going on with my kids. And yeah, I'm going to make a miracle. Because I hold the way to uplift people is by showing them your machsh of them, not by trashing them. In fact, you're not going to participate in this Yeshua. It's the same message, that everything can be achieved if you're type. nothing can be achieved if you're just out to trash. Chavez. <coughs>